Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Today in business from Wired. An autonomous car blocked a fire truck responding to an emergency. The incident in San Francisco cost first responders valuable time and underscores the challenges crews and other companies face in launching driverless taxis. By Ariane Marshall. On an early April morning around 4 a.m., a San Francisco fire department truck responding to a fire tried to pass a double-parked garbage truck by using the opposite lane. But a traveling autonomous vehicle, operated by the General Motors subsidiary crews without anyone inside, was blocking the path. While a human might have reversed to clear the lane, the cruise car stayed put. The fire truck only passed the blockage when the garbage truck driver ran from their work to move their vehicle. This incident slowed SFFD response to a fire that resulted in property damage and personal injuries, city officials wrote in a filing submitted to the California Public Utilities Commission. The city wrote that the fire department is concerned that cruise vehicles stop too often in travel lanes, which could have a negative impact on fire department response times. It's the most unnerving of a handful of incidents involving cruise vehicles alleged by the city of San Francisco, as officials object to parts of a proposed permit program being crafted by the California Public Utilities Commission, which regulates ride hail across the state. Tiffany Testo, a spokesperson for Cruz, confirmed the incident. She said the driverless car had correctly yielded to the oncoming fire truck in the opposing lane and contacted the company's remote assistance workers, who are able to operate vehicles in trouble from afar. According to Cruz, which collects camera and sensor data from its testing vehicles, the fire truck was able to move forward approximately 25 seconds after it first encountered the autonomous vehicle. In a statement, Testo says that Cruz works closely with first responders, including SFFD, and have been in contact with them regarding this encounter. The city's filing said the department has requested a meeting with Cruz about the incident, but that it has yet to take place. The SFFD also confirmed the incident, which involved Engine 12, based in the city's Parnassus Heights neighborhood. 
Pre-COVID, the department was in discussions with both electric or EV and autonomous vehicles for training, said SFFD spokesperson Jonathan Baxter in a statement. We have been successful with EV training and continue to seek industry training related to autonomous vehicles. In San Francisco, Cruise is just one of the dueling self-driving car developers that say they're working to build a safer driving future. Waymo, an alphabet company and a spin-off of Google, and Zooks, now owned by Amazon, both have a presence on the city's steep winding roads, and locals don't have to travel far to see sensor-laden Jaguar I-Paces, Chevrolet Bolts, and Toyota Highlanders tracing routes around downtown and residential neighborhoods. Now, Cruise is applying for a permit that would allow it to launch the state's first driverless ride-hail service. The sprawling expensive science experiment could also change the way many city dwellers navigate their cities. San Francisco alleges two more incidents, one in late April, in which a cruise vehicle traveling through a work zone stopped in a crosswalk and didn't move for five minutes, blocking traffic, and another in April, captured on camera, in which police officers stopped a cruise vehicle without a driver because it didn't have its headlights on. The filing comes as a state agency in the midst of writing rules that would allow crews to move ahead with its plans to operate limited but paid ride-hail services across the state. In San Francisco, a new permit would expand Cruz's existing program. It currently allows select members of the public to take autonomous rides between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. in 70% of the city. If the company wins a new permit, it could start to collect fares for the rides, which would still occur at night and in the early morning, and not in rain or fog. It would mark the launch of the state's first driverless ride-hail service. But in the filing, San Francisco officials expressed concern that the expanded deployment would continue to let cruise vehicles stop to pick up and drop off passengers in travel lanes instead of pulling over to the curb. Human drivers can be ticketed if they are caught failing to pull 18 inches or closer to curbs before they let passengers in or out of cars. But in its own filing, a lawyer for Cruz argued the law allows any car to stop in a travel lane if it's reasonably necessary, even if there's no human driver behind the wheel. The cruise software defaults to pulling over to curbs when safe, the company says, but cars sometimes engage in lawful and safe double parking when it is the only option. The city's document noted that, with some conspicuous exemptions, cruises' vehicles are generally cautious and compliant. The fire truck incident is a classic corner case, a road incident so strange or rare that it can be hard for self-driving vehicle developers to anticipate it. Experts say that even as autonomous vehicle software advances, it will continue to run into these flukes. Corner or edge cases are one reason many companies like Cruz hire humans to remotely monitor their driverless technology, to intervene from afar if anything unexpected happens on the road. They also help explain why many in the industry now concede that no one can ever build a car that can operate on all roads, in all conditions, what people call level 5 or full self-driving. Still, automakers and software developers are spending plenty to get as close to that ideal as they can. General Motors and Cruise say they will pour $35 billion into electric and autonomous vehicles by 2025 and $2 billion into AVs this year alone. The automaker initially missed a self-imposed deadline after it said it would launch a driverless ride-hail service in San Francisco in 2019. The delay reflects wider doldrums in the autonomous vehicle space as some competitors, Uber, Lyft, sold their self-driving units and others missed much publicized targets by producing a self-driving car. In the interim, a set of well-capitalized players keep hacking away at the problem, 
Waymo continues to expand its self-driving car service in Phoenix, though customers have to gain access to a trusted tester program, and some of its vehicles still operate with safety drivers behind the wheel. In March, the company said it began to offer San Francisco employees totally driverless rides. The startup Aurora has shifted its focus to trucking. Amazon-owned Zooks recently unveiled its prototype vehicle, a mint green toaster on wheels. And Cruz says its purpose-built self-driving shuttle, called the Origin, will go into production next year. But before we get very far, self-driving car developers will have to prove that they can operate in cities safely, especially when emergency vehicles are involved. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.